Usual vault rules apply. Touch not, lest ye be touched. Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside, where we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Fireflies. Stay tuned, Mitch's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my much power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. P. Features. Hello, Internet. And then there's Mauer. Beep you, beep you, beep you. Well, that was a new one. Okay. All right. You know. I take it. I like it. A little change. A little, little switching change. it up a little bit. I take it. And then there's Welcome baby to Huey. Fireside. I'm your host, Mr. Mauer. And with me as always. No, no, no. Because he won't like, leave. That was last week. What? Baby. Yeah, why are you why are you throwing that in the middle? <laughs> Sorry. I'm confused. What yeah, no, there's a, a show didn't go up last week. <laughs> I'm aware. I was confused. Burn. He's I still confused. confused. Look at him. <laughs> I'm confused. What's up, baby Huey? What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Well, we gotta let features go because, like, he got he got a, he got approval from uh, from the comic book men themselves. So go ahead, take it away, feature one more time. Tell me what's going on? Yeah, oh, yeah. what's going on? What's going on? I'm a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Huey's that- starting to disrobe. Put your clothes back on. <laughs> this is not baby making music for you and I. Baby Huey making music. <laughs> it is the Wednesday show, so it's time for the the nude news. <laughs> <laughs> baby Huey's nude news. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, features. What? It's Wednesday, so that means it's the new news. There and, we go. And you'll notice that we didn't have a topic show. Oh, and, yeah, we did notice. Yeah, <laughs> kind of on accident, kind of on purpose. Um, luckily, I think, ha- can I make, can I just, can I just throw something out there? Yeah. This is because you had a brilliant idea, but I think that was a brilliant cover up. <laughs> well, no, so, because we even talk about it on the show you're going to hear in two weeks with Ming and Mike. We talk about how today's show would have been our 500th issue, and I didn't want it to be a news show. And they were like, well, you can make it whatever you want. And I'm like, if you only knew that I really couldn't have not made this the news show. Uh, so life happened. We didn't post then it. And then, and then I was like, rolls you know around, what? And I'm sending messages going, Mauer. <laughs> so, so Minty, you know what you got to do now? You have to put one of those pop-up boxes on the... On, uh, the next uh, logo you put up, and I say previously on part on Fireside Chats. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah, more we got we got a, the episode. I think our new intro will sound like it's like right from the Arrowverse. <laughs> <laughs> Five years ago, I got stuck in a room with one mic. <laughs> you say stuck? You showed up repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, this was a, a an instance where the both of us just didn't want to be mean to each other it was new in the friendship 
I was like, he sounds like he needs somebody to come over there because, all right, sure. I'll come over. Whatever you, you say. Were like, <laughs> Whatever you say. If you've ever say. met him, he doesn't want anybody ever to be upset. He's like, yeah, come on over. <laughs> the first time. Second time, also, there was a knock on the door, and I went, oh, shit, Bauer's here. <laughs> uh, but it, was a, it was a match made in anti-menti heaven. <laughs> it was. Um, and That's the, so, I don't think we could give more of a throwback joke than the than, than no. anti <laughs> Well, I decided that this Friday when we do post whatever we're going to do for our 500th, I'm going to post the other landmark issues that have some of our background uh, information in them. Oh, that's so, a cool idea. So That'd I'll post like our cool 100th, idea. and I think we did one for the 250. Yes, we did, because Woodsy broke my statue. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yep. Solid minute of silence on that episode. Yep. It's it's such an uncomfortable moment since we were recording when it happened, and I like how it didn't even get cut out. It was just like, and we're all just going to hope Mauer doesn't stab Woodsy. <laughs> <laughs> but And the sad, there were so many knives around him, I'm sure that crossed his mind no matter what area of the room he looked at. <laughs> yeah. But we're five minutes in, and we haven't talked anything. Um, so what kind of news we got going on this week, fellas? Uh, I'm very excited for a Seth Rogen produced Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, that will be fire. What else we got? What? Uh, Batman Beyond has a new race. Really? And Wait, ra- new race? <laughs> like a foot race? <laughs> Listen, he's going to put the W back in sword and then the L in salmon and then... Just let him be, because I'm excited, because this season of Lucifer is going to be set in the 1920s. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Mo- like, the modern Lucifer in the 20s will be kind of cool. That's a funny idea. You de- There's some cool things to do with that. But let's start with comics like we always do. Uh, and right off the bat, let's just talk, because we don't have many, much Star Wars news here, so let's just go right into some Star Wars news with The Mandalorian. Uh, so, apparently, we're going to have tie-in comics and novels that go along with the show and all of the, the, (laughs) I'm going to say this is more uh, in line with them creating that TV universe that we've heard a lot of rumor about. No, I'm going to say this is more in line with, this is the first property that Disney made with star Wars that has been universally loved. And they're like, we can take advantage of this and make some money. Well, accurate. I mean, do we, do we, do we count the Jason Aaron runs? Because that Jason Aaron run for Star Wars is pretty great. I don't think that was Disney's stamp on it. That was Marvel playing with Disney's toys. Mandalorian was Disney's toy that they made their own, and it did well. Well, I still think, and I I agree with that, but um, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to put a lot of weight behind this rumor because it's not from credible sources. Cough, cough, cough. (laughs) We got this covered. Cough, cough. Um, Really got this covered, dot com. Yeah. There, there's rumor that they're trying to erase the new three movies and start a brand new world of Star Wars. And since The Mandalorian is such, is being praised in, in a way that, as Mauer pointed out, a lot of Star Wars things haven't been, as well as the resurgence of uh, everybody watching The Clone Wars because of Disney Plus, and then putting all the Clone Wars elements into The Mandalorian, and we know Ahsoka's going to be in the Obi-Wan show. She might get her own show. Like, There's a lot of rumor around that. This leads me to believe that all these tie-in comics are going to help broaden that world that we'll see Star Wars play around in a lot, in a lot more in the future. So this is one of the reasons why I think this show did well, is it went back to the roots of Star Wars, 
and telling a good story, but also you have to remember when Star Wars was made, they promised things that could not be delivered with their special effects. And the Mandalorian also held their creativity to that level too, creating the digital live backgrounds and all that. It took what was the essence of Star Wars and focused on that. And I think that really had a lot to do with the creativity and the performances on the show because that was the same type of feeling that people on the original Star Wars had is everybody was doing something that was cutting edge and pushing things forward. And that just in turn created this thing that now people, however many years it's been now, are still in love with. So if they keep doing that and have people that care about the heart of Star Wars, I think we'll keep getting good shows. I don't think this new trilogy cared about the heart of Star Wars. I think if you're going to give Kevin Feige like Marvel the rights to run with Marvel the way he wants to, you should really do the same with Jon Favreau and Star Wars. Funny, who started both universes? Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, Feige had a little bit to do with that, but you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> um, but he's got a lot on his plate right now, man. Let's let's. Who would Favreau have known can, Gutter got from this. PCU would have turned into an amazing guy? Yeah. No, I completely agree. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on a little bit. Uh, features, what's going on with Batman Beyond and uh, Batman in, in his race, his foot race? What's going on with his foot yeah, race? What's going on? Did he win? Who did he race? Is he, well, was the it the race, Flash? I have no idea what this article's about. The race is... Did he tie them up? Okay. Was it a three-legged race? Him and oh, Alfred? no, it was a pot- potato sack race. And he Ooh. used his cape. He was a scallop potato sack. <laughs> it was race Al Ghul, okay? Who? Oh... Oh, well, that's disappointing. Uh, is it? Why, uh, why would that be disappointing? Th- okay. Take a second and just think about Batman in a scalloped potato sack racing <laughs> like the Riddler and a potato sack with question marks all over it. So, yeah, that would work. I mean, I would read that. It wouldn't be a lot of words, but I would read it. <laughs> so are you saying that Batman is the new Ra's al Ghul? Potentially. Potentially. Wait, he's right. Ra- He's racing ghouls, so it looks like a like a like, like zombies super or ghouls and ghosts. You're you're, you're going to troll <laughs> this whole article, aren't you? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. No, Ra- so racing ghouls, uh, gotcha. <laughs> he's in little heart boxers. Wow. <laughs> I don't wow. even know how that makes sense, but I love it. The visual I just got <laughs> from that is disturbing and wonderful at the same time. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead, features. Yeah, so it takes place in issue 44 of Batman Beyond. Um, really? Yes. <laughs> Yes, really. Uh, but essentially, just, you got to just ignore us at this point. <laughs> just oh. ignore us and talk over us. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, what's happening is uh, Damien, Bruce's son. Damien who? Stop it. Let Roger's him go. Son? Bruce's son. Let him go, man. Bruce's grandson. Uh, he gets attacked and injured. Uh, and then when Bruce steps in, he tries to make him do this, this, this chamber. This recovery chamber, but the recovery chamber is actually used. Uh, it used technology to infuse. Is it what? Is it full of secrets? Is that chamber full of secrets? <laughs> Are there secrets in that chamber? Well, no. Well, right. part of, part of the story is that that Bruce is starting to keep more secrets, even secrets from Terry. Uh, reason. So it is. It's a Harry Potter crossover. <laughs> Heliose. What? Were you trying to do a Harry Potter spell? Was that what that was? Oh my God, baby Huey, mark down the time because we want to turn that into a soundbite. <laughs> <No. laughs> That's his new text tone. 
But anyway, it takes so, it takes uh it takes his tech and, and blends it with the Lazarus pit. So uh it still has some of the pit side effects, even though Bruce may have worked out some kinks to it. Um he puts Damien in. Once Damien comes out, he attacks Terry because now Damien was already a little twisted because he was he is literally the new Race Al Ghul. Right. He is the head, He's of, the head of the order at, at this point. Uh, but someone, you know, someone went to take that order from him. Uh, and that's how that situation ended up happening. But what Bruce has been doing uh, just to gain back the order f- for and from Damien, he's been keeping these secrets. He's been building a kind of secret army. And this has happened before with him and Terry when he tried to recruit his little brother. And Terry w- was like, outwardly against that. Yeah, so, so he I can made see, his brother Robin. I, I could see Damien, right, on, on, the, on the cliff's face. Damien's there, and you uh, got Terry there, uh-huh. and they're, like, they're ready to do that sword fight battle, and he just throws him a potato sack. And he's like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a race. Now, when I was reading this beforehand, I was talking to baby Huey. This is a really cool way to possibly, in a way, explain how Rajah Ghul became the bad guy. If you think about it, over those years, he could have started off as pure as Batman, but from using the Lazarus pits over and over again, it slowly broke his brain down, which looks like that's what it's doing to Bruce right now. Right. So we could see a parallel of Bruce going down this path that will maybe make people a little bit more, you know, connected to the race character and see where he started, where he ended up. Potentially, but you can, you can. The, the main difference is the parallels that make Bruce and Raish a lot similar. Uh, they also differ in the fact that Bruce is already walking a path like that. Like he would, he would already at his age, the conviction he had as Batman, it would drive him down that path anyway. Cause he still guides Terry into being Batman. And even Terry's seasoned at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we'll see. Cause right now this version of Bruce isn't as old as we've seen him in previous versions. Mm-hmm. Of the Batman Beyond, so it's kind of saying he has been using this. Uh, yeah, what's he calling it? He could have been using recovery a tank. This, this is the new chamber that he's made. Recovery chamber. This is cool. I like this. It might actually get me to read something that's Batman Beyond. You probably will. Cause, wow, because you like Race Al Ghul. Wow, I do like Race. Yeah, I've even never Dam- read a single thing. Even Damien foot racing. <laughs> you know what? I like Damien as long as it's not on the animated movies. Because in the animated movies, he's an annoying little bastard. Oh, I love Batman versus uh, Batman versus Robin and Son of Batman. I thought they were both good. Yeah, and the Teen Titans versus Justice League. He was good in that too. I didn't see that one. That was I good. liked him I liked in it. the Ninja Turtles like, one. You, you've got a plan to take out Superman? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move uh, on to some X Men stuff. This is real quick. I mean, here, this, okay, you guys, remember X Men Red? The only reason yes. we talked about it was because Namor was on the team and we were like, all right, well, let's throw features at Bone. Um, wow. <laughs> the only reason we're talking about it now is Deadpool was almost on the team and, you know, that's for me. So there you go. <laughs> now, so could you imagine if they had Namor and Deadpool on it? The collective incredible. squeeing that the two of you would have done? Best. Oh, uh, it, it would, Best comic ever. All 11 issues. We would have been writing letters <laughs> to keep it going. Like it would, We demand an issue 12. Hashtag issue 12. <laughs> it, would have been a whole, it would have been a whole social media campaign. It would have been a big deal. 
But Tom Taylor wasn't able to do it. He didn't disclose why, but he said his big goal was to try and get uh, Deadpool on the team. And he was actually working up to that. Like when he was doing his uh, uh, all new, all different uh, Wolverine run is the right. part of the reason he made Laura Kenny and him um, more like partners, like with more friends was the idea of moving him onto this team. But apparently they put the kibosh on it so much so that they actually had scenes written and they started artwork on certain scenes and then it all got scrapped. So yeah, Deadpool got cut out. But would have been cool. Would have. I mean, like, okay. So the team was Nightcrawler, Storm, Namor, Gambit, uh, Jean Grey, and then Deadpool. Actually, and then eventually Laura Kinney was on that team. That would have been dope team. Yeah. Now you have to remember this is also at, in my opinion, peak Deadpool overload. So I wonder if they were realizing that and starting to pull him back a little bit. It's Marvel, man. Remember, they, they, I mean, they turn every character into. I was going to say something really, really raunchy there. I'm going to pull back that. <laughs> they, Minty they, gets back from vacation and is like, you know what? They just made him a beep. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of. They did it. Remember what they did at Spider-Man? He was like on they every did. single team. You could like, buy right. him for a dollar. You could. And they were doing that to Deadpool. All right, let's move on. Uh, so Dark Knight's Metal has one of the coolest, most uh, unique things to kind of broaden the way that you look at how this whole metal verse is shaping up they made this website that has an interactive map that when you hover your cursor on top of certain areas you see how the batman who laughs reshaped the dc universe so you see different areas of the dc universe where things like swamp thing is taken over bloodhaven and so on and so forth it's like it's i mean it's it's a really really detailed map there's a lot going on in it but it's very cool and very well done i just so thought we'll, of something go ahead was that before or after you just blew me a kiss? <laughs> after. Wow. <laughs> Put your clothes back on, baby Huey. Where is this episode going? What if, now, now, what if they were to take something like this and make a DC Dark Knights Metal, like Dungeons and Dragons role-playing board game? That's actually a really good I, idea. I have never once played a Dungeons and Dragons board game, but I would. I would absolutely learn to play that one. Sold. Because I was just thinking, I was like, wow, you know, they have the maps kind of already figured out where you would be from. That would be super dope. And you know what? With Dungeons and Dragons rules, we could just make our own. Let's do it. Oh my God, let's do it. I don't even know what we'd have to do. Tell me what I do. What do we do? What am I doing? You guys will just play. <laughs> I'll start working on it. I'm in. I'm 100% in. That'll be amazing. I'll get the guys think, from- Wait, uh, can we like create our own version of like the evil superheroes? That's. I'll start working with the guys over at- uh, learning how to game, the deadbird.rip guys. I work with them. They do a great podcast, but I'll work with them and get updated on the newest D&D rules because the last time I played was 94. And uh, <laughs> Ooh, could you imagine Flash mixed with Doomsday? So we'll, I'll figure it out. I'll get a rule set oh, together, a and then we'll start live streaming it. I would have a lot of fun with this. All right. Sorry. Well, let's get back into the news. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about Harley Quinn and the suicide squad for a quick second, <laughs> just because, uh, it, in one of the most recent issues of suicide squad, uh, uh, dead gets pardoned. So Deadshot's no longer a part of the Suicide Squad, and he's and Batman's coming in to do you know the Batman thing. So he tells the rest of the Suicide Squad, "Tell you what, I'm pardoned. I'll take care of Batman. Right? Get out of here." So Batman comes in, and they get into this fight. And do you know how he stops the fight? He shoots him in the leg. Nope. 
He picks he up a dog a and holds a puppy up and says, I'm holding a dog. Truce. And Batman stops. Dead in his tracks like he was John Wick. Like he saw the dog and he was like, <laughs> all right, fair. <laughs> so I mean, it was kind of I say it's a puppy. Come on. You have to stop. I get it. But like he could punch around the puppy. Like you didn't have to actually hit the puppy. It's Batman. He's got enough but... money to pay for a puppy hospital after the fact. You have to make sure that no damage or harm comes to the puppy. Yeah, Apparently. You, you just have to Apparently. kill the bad guy. All right, really? That's on. all. I, I just wanted to bring up the John Wick Batman thing because it just cracked me up. The, the fact that he was holding up a puppy and, was, and just kind of like and he ducks down a little bit. He's just like puppy truce. <laughs> It, All right, let's move on to the, I think, what I consider a little disappointing in, uh, yeah. in Batman 93. But yeah. yeah, this makes sense, though, with them going to the three Joker stories and being Joker-centric and Joker war and Joker this and we're getting a new Joker here and Joker there. Turns out the coolest new villain they've created in the past 10 years is the Joker. Is the Joker's lackey. I... Part of me kind of feels like they it, this was a last minute decision. I mean, I don't, I have nothing to back this up, but it was just like the the backstory to the designer and the concept of the designer was very cool. So the designer is a was a was a was apparently a, an older villain of Gotham who just kept getting uh, defeated by the Batman. So he like locks himself in a room and trains himself to think better, and literally sits in a room for a year coming up with this ultimate plan to beat Batman. And he brings all these supervillains together and gives them all different. Uh, tasks and his goal was to get the Joker to kill Batman so his goal was like alright you kill Batman and Robin we got a whole bunch of other stuff to do and then he realizes that the Joker's crazy and he can't actually control the Joker and then it kind of stops and we meet designer in the future and you know he's still putting Batman through the ringer and this plan's coming to fruition and then we find out spoiler alert let me say that real quick spoiler alert we found out that he's dead and that he was a reanimated corpse, which is was something that the designer was kind of working on. So he took that and mixed it with the Joker toxin and made like this new version. But I just, I don't like the fact that he was so well animated. Like he held himself together so well as this reanimated corpse. You know what I mean? So there like, was, was a rumor the, of this about six months ago. People were putting connections together between the Joker and him. And then of course the dome head, they were tying to the Red Hood. And they said something was off. So there might have been a plan for this in the end. I don't know if they changed it to speed up like the, hey, this is what happens. Uh, it's cool. It's not cool. Let's see how it plays out. Well, Comic Book Resources did a, I thought, I thought it was a pretty interesting article because they compared it to Psycho. And I mean, when you look at it through that lens, it's a really cool way to look at the story. It's a little less disappointing if that was what they were trying to do. But I also feel like this might be them reading a little too much into it. How many like, pop-ups did you have to click through to read that article? <laughs> <laughs> Just sweat. Is that what made you psycho? You gotta <laughs> click the damn button again. All right, let's but move like the, on to the TV. whole idea that it was Norman versus Nora, like you know, like. Norman was cleaning up, and so Joker was Norman, and Nor. Never mind. It, whatever. It was a cool idea, I think, but All it right, makes sense. Oh, by the way, this is um, <laughs> Joker now has Batman's money. There you go. All Yay. of it. Jo All Joker of it. Wars. <laughs> there you go. Setting it up. Batman broke. All it right. kind of it feels like they had a cool idea, and they were just like, "Well, look, we're doing Joker Wars, so we're killing your idea." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Everything let's go to TV. What's Joker. going on with Lucifer? So Lucifer is going to have an episode title 
It never ends well for the chicken. Um, it's going to be a key piece of Lucifer in Maze's backstory. Sorry, set in the 40s, not the 20s of Los Angeles. And it's going to be a period piece shot noir. So if you can imagine, it's not going to be current Lucifer back then. It's going to be Lucifer in the 40s and kind of give some backstory to him and Maze. But just knowing L.A. in the 40s and the Black Dahlia murders, which I'm sure they're going to tie to it, um, it's going to be really cool. But all the other characters from the show, the actors are playing new characters in this. So he said it was fun to see the actors come up with new characters on the spot and kind of give all these new characters life in this show coming up. So I love everything that's noir. If you've listened to the show for more than a minute. And, and Lucifer. And Lucifer. <laughs> Somebody had to take Arrow's spot. And Lucifer did. Um, a, a while back, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so season five, it comes out. You August. were cheating on Arrow with Lucifer, my friend. I was. It's okay. Did uh, you like abuse Stephen Amell though? Like, think back, baby. Who you're our, our <laughs> historian? Didn't you like Lucifer headbutt Stephen Amell? He did. Lucifer made you I remember do that. <laughs> of course, he would hate me for saying that. Um, end of August, part one of season five comes out. We're going to get a part two. They added six episodes to season five and the contracts are all done for season six. So we're going to get a season six. I have a feeling we might get a season seven, but we'll see what happens. All right. So this next bit of news I think is, is, is pretty interesting. It's, it's weird, but it, it, it's something I never thought about, but you know how they're making that Superman and Lois show? Yeah. Right. Well, since Supergirl kind of like used all of Superman's villains, they're having a hard time writing it because <laughs> they, they don't really have much of a rogues gallery for him to kind of pick from anymore. I think they can because he's on a different planet. No. He's on a different Earth, right? No. No, he's in their all planet. He's, that's, remember, they so all have Earth So how did they together. age so much? Earth it, isn't the Aren't the kids? No, but that's aren't the Star kids Girl like, now. Oh, well, there's there's two kids now. There was one before, and now, now there's two, and they're Earth, old, right? On Earth Prime, the same Earth that everybody else is on. So where were they when they aged? Who the hell knows? Exactly. We'll find so out. We'll find out next week. <laughs> but they don't have to create new villains. They just have to. Did they kill all of them on Supergirl? No, well, they can't. They can't really bring them back. I guess they could make like Earth Prime versions of them, like say that right. they were like changed somehow. But then that's kind of redundant, and, and it, I feel like it's, it's, super, it's Supergirl's like leftovers. Even though she was Which, using his leftovers. Yeah, but it doesn't. But in the actual Arrowverse, you're, you're right when you're taking comics and the whole, you know, the history of them. But in the Arrowverse, it would be all of Supergirl's leftovers. But now they can do it right because they didn't actually use the real Brainiac. Okay. So you have a real Brainiac. You can do Bizarro, actually, and make him look like Bizarro. Metallo always comes back. So, like, I don't really see the issue they're having. Okay, you can't use Cyborg uh, Superman. Well, just rehashing the same old story over and over again. Exactly. Is what they're and that's what they're avoid. trying. They want to differentiate this, and they don't want to use Superman's villains now because they've been used. It's, it's like every time you complain that the Flash has another speedster villain. Do you I imagine guess, if they just, every, I guess every, being a every episode fan, of Supergirl. They, they have so many stories with each of those villains. I don't know what story they used for Supergirl. I'm sure it sucked. Oh, they made it up. 
Right. So use an actual Bizarro storyline or an actual actual Metallo storyline. Change him because it's now Earth Prime. I don't think anybody who watched it actually watched Supergirl. So they're not going to realize that the character's already been there. I, I think you're making a really big assumption there. Uh, so no, I think comic book resources. I think, I think we got this covered. I think comicbook.com. I think they would be all over that. I think the people who are in the, the comic book reporting you know, uh, field like we are would be all over that. If they did, if, if all they were just rehashing Supergirl stories. Well, yeah. no, not Supergirl stories, new stories with those villains. What, what new, yeah. like you don't have yeah. to use the shitty Supergirl story. I know you want to see your versions of the characters on there. Like, I get that. I get, I get your, your passion behind your fighting this. But you can easily see that if this was a different character involved with different villains involved and it wasn't connected to Supergirl, you would see where this would be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's just when you do a B-rate character and take the A-rate characters things, this show's so, already going to be better. Just imagine if Arrow just dealt with Flash villains from prior seasons. <laughs> It would be, um, but if okay. you did them, if they were re- really his villains and you did them completely different, new actors, new designs, new backstories, like it wouldn't I get, be. I, the, I got your point, but it still doesn't change the fact that people would be all over that. The amount of posts and Twitter and, and Instagram <laughs> posts about, well, are they just redoing Supergirl? It's are they just, just a taking disposable, this away from like, I don't think we should place. be only using me? villains once, even in. Be a big deal. Arrow, well, like, in our when world, we had a villain, I think bringing deal. them back over and over again was part of the fun. So you can just have them come to another storyline. Menti? Did we lose Menti? I think he's froze. <laughs> His <laughs> internet <laughs> sucks. <laughs> All right. Oh, there he is. I just, You've yeah, been frozen I just for 30 for seconds. Yeah, I just got a thing that popped up on my screen that said network connection failed. So I just switched back to the other network I was on. Okay. We'll go back. Well, let's move on to... We've got Umbrella Season 2 poster and the Boys Season 2 sneak peek. They'll be in the post. Go look at them. Yo, the boys, though? Oh, that's brutal. I can't wait. That, yeah, uh, and apparently, apparently Homelander isn't... Is uh, small potatoes compared to the new villain? The Thor. I'm villain? excited. <laughs> I guess. Are you guys ready for the transition for DC Universe to disappear? Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> we're it's if there's fun. ever been uh, evidence of that happening, it's uh, the next two spits of news. <laughs> <laughs> so now you've got the add-on to go to HBO Max for $4.99 a month if you're already a subscriber to DC Universe. Regular subscriptions to HBO Max are $14.99. How much is it for DC Universe? Four ninety nine. Hmm. Oh, so, I'm sorry, six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. So for cheaper than what you're paying for HBO Max, for those of you that pay for it, you can get both of them. It almost feels like they're just conditioning you to pay more to get HBO. Pretty much. Well, and then and then to keep it going, you got Doom Patrol just released simultaneously on both and now we just got word that harley quinn is also going to be streaming there both season one and season two and it's that's going to be streaming on uh the sci-fi network so they're losing essentially everything good that they had is now like shared because even star girl is cw so like 
It's Titans. That's what they have. That's it. And Titans has yet to land and and, uh, has yet to uh, land a finale. So I'm not as excited for season three as I would like to be. Know what this is making me excited for, though? What's that? The partnership that CW has with them. CW purchasing the race to re-air season one of Swamp Thing. HBO having money. HBO needing a new hot show. The the revolution will be televised. We will get Swamp Thing back in its glory. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, let's move into movie news uh, because there's not but so much to talk about, but we definitely need to talk about the fact that Seth Rogen is going to be one of the head producers on a new Ninja Turtle animated movie, which I'm very excited that it's a CGI movie because I love TMNT. I don't feel like I'm alone in this. Do do we all like TMNT? Yes. I like the, I thought it was great. The CGI show? The, the CGI movie, movie the yeah. one with the guy from the past. Patrick yes. Stewart was was the main villain. <laughs> yes. No, that was Patrick Stewart. And, they, and, and look, Michelle Geller was April. Okay, yeah, I like that one. And they've redone that whole Raphael Leonardo beef over and over and over in like every movie. Uh, but nobody did the fight scene between them better than that CGI movie. That rooftop fight scene in the rain was, was awesome. incredible. So I'm very yeah. stoked for this. And every, like I'm seeing a lot of people bash in the comment sections. When you read the comments to this story, they're like, Oh, Seth Rogen sucks. It's just going to be a stoner movie. Now Seth Never Rogen have. also did preacher and the boys. Yep. So as he's, and he's a longtime comic fan and he, and he sticks to the roots of them. So I'm very excited to see what he does with this. It's going to have Seth Rogen humor. I, I mean, he's, I mean, first off, he's not really involved in the script, so it's just, he's just essentially giving the money for it and it's his vision. Um, but and this is his the vision first for movie comic for, things. Have, this is the first movie that Nickelodeon will have done with their property as well. So Nickelodeon taking this and basically going, Hey, we understand we messed up with that last Ninja Turtles. Let's give you something you love. That way they can win people back over and launch into a new TV show. And Michael Bay will be nowhere well, near it. <laughs> and well, thank, thank God. Uh, especially with how great he did with Preacher. Like, Preacher definitely didn't have the audience that they wanted it to on AMC, which is why it didn't last. But as far as its connection or its feel like the comic was pretty spot on. Like it, it did a really good job of grabbing that vibe that the comic gave you, and it did not pull punches. Remember how much trouble they got into for the Hitler episode? Like it was not yeah. like they held back. <laughs> so, and then look at the boys for Christ's sakes. That show, wow. I mean, babies are taking people's heads off. I mean, anyway. So no, I'm uh, excited to see this. It's going to be a good design, at least. Um, the TV show that they just did, as bad as it was. Still had some cool points on it. The animation was cool. The action figures that came from it were great. I would like to see a more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, esque show, not coming up with something completely new. Give me some of the the old turtles and something. I think Seth's gonna do a good job with that. As long as they nail Mikey and Leo, I'll be fine. You know what? I and I hate to say this because I wasn't as big of a fan of the cartoon as you were, but the 2003 Turtles would be the Super best dope. thing that you could connect this to, because yes. it's it's a, such a mix of humor and action, which is really what the Turtles need to be. I mean, and it had what just we've, how they've evolved to it. Yeah, I think that, aiming for that 13 to 16 age group is the perfect age group to aim for for Turtles. 
because it's still young enough to the young kids can watch it, but it's got enough mature, and we're talking about cartoons, but it's got enough for adults to really sink their teeth into a storyline. Because at that age, you can tell an ongoing story and not just have to have it be the gag of the week. So. All right. Well, we're we're running low on time, so I figure let's just do um let's first say the the Spider-Man 2 game. It's going to be a while before that comes out, right? With the Miles Morales game coming out, makes sense. They're going to push that off a little bit, let the Miles Morales game uh you know, get its feet uh, under itself so they can make a new franchise out of that. Completely agree, although I really wish they would have done the idea of you know, Peter getting taken over by the symbiote and whatever. We already talked about that. But I wanted to talk about this DC fandom. Okay. okay. What is it? What is it? I've seen it everywhere. It's, gonna it's be, on Instagram. It's everywhere. It's, it's their online convention since there isn't a convention for them to go to. So they're going to be taking everything they were going to be announcing in Brazil, everything that would have been in uh, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, and do it themselves in an online event. I don't hate it. You know what? The funny thing is, is like, okay, so when you, when you think of like Apple's last announcement, the production value behind that announcement made me very excited for that in a way that a lot of the announcement haven't in the past, where if they do something similar, I would almost like to see every company do something like this. They're like, did anyone watch the, the Disney announcement? Like, you know how we got the X-Men movies and we've got a bunch of the, um, what's it called? Uh, the Fantastic Four movies and stuff like that coming to Disney Plus. Yeah. Was that, an, was that announcement live or was that like, were they in a stadium or anything like that? Or was that, I just read the articles. Did anyone actually watch it? I, I, I just read it as well. Yeah. I don't, I'm not too interested in the Disney. Um, if, until Kevin if they give me an option to read something. Yeah. If I have an option to read something quickly versus watching a long video, I'll, I'll read it normally. So I just went right past the video. There's just so much more you can do when you're allowed to actually edit it, you know? So if if depending on how they put this together, I'm very excited. So what's that going to be on August 22nd? August 22nd. August 22nd. You can submit now for your admittance, I believe. Um, They're running all kinds of contests. They're going to be giving stuff away. There are going to be things that will be locked down where only certain people can see them. If you haven't over the uh, quarantine uh, done some of the live concert events that have been going around. There has been this whole new sweeping ticketing system for events where you pay a little bit of money, you get access to the stream and some other goodies, um, but they've made the streams where they can't be duplicated, they can't be screen recorded, unless you hold your phone out and record it, but they also take your IP address when you do it and monitor your IP address. So if you put something out, they're going to know and then you get it taken down right away. I still believe that we're going to see a lot of people just filming their screens. Like you just said, I, th- I think after this is over, whatever they announce, you're going to start seeing screens. Uh, it's going to be those things. Like you get that message from a friend. Hey, quickly go to YouTube. It's going to be up for a couple minutes. <laughs> I think we're going to get a lot of that. The only thing is what's been happening is the fines that have been going down to people. Somebody redid. Uh, what was the band? There was a band that did it. And then the guy posted it. He had to pay $15,000 for rebroadcasting it. So because you have to go through with your IP address and they get that information, it's real easy for them just to tie it back to you and go, oh, yeah. But there's going to be idiots that do that. Like, and we're going to benefit from those idiots. So the good news is, is that we'll have something to watch even if we don't get tickets. And they'll get the fine. 
Huey, you record it when you watch it on your phone. <laughs> and then we'll repost the repost of the repost. But right. moving forward, right. Huey, uh, I, need you to, Stones. I need you to get on the dark web. <laughs> That's right. what I need you to do. Infinity Stones are officially dead in MCU, so stop saying they're going to come back. Um, well, I mean, the Russo brothers are the ones who said it was going to come back, so let's not throw that. Let's let's not say that like people have been making this up. The Russo brothers in 2019 yeah. were like, yeah, the, the essence still exists, and they also exist in other timelines. So yeah, they kind of do. Yeah. They can't go away. Loki's got one, doesn't he? They're pieces of the universe. So they'll just like resurface on their own. It may take some. He's got to go to a different. Just go to a different point in time, create another branch universe. Done. Well, <laughs> Loki, yeah. Loki has Loki has the one he escaped with. Guys, guys, that's listen. a good point. That's a real good point. So how are they gone if Loki's running around with one? Guys, I'm tired of talking to you. Do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the best ending ever. Uh, you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside at your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew, but just go to Fireside.com. It's a much better option. If you like the show, like, comment, rate, subscribe. It all goes a long way. Once again, I'm Menti. And I'm Features. I'm Huey. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to go to BeepYouMenti.com for all <laughs> of your humor needs. Deuces. Okay. Cowabunga. I was about to say that, too. I didn't forget, Cowabunga. Beep you. Excelsior.